Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. Today is November 1st and we will be reading paragraphs 2385 through 2392 today. And we are closing out the sixth commandment and we're talking about uh, divorce and other offenses against the dignity of marriage today. And today is the Feast of All Saints. So happy All Saints Day, everybody. We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Divorce is immoral, also because it introduces disorder into the family and into society. This disorder brings grave harm to the, dis to the deserted spouse, to children traumatized by the separation of their parents, and often torn between them. And because of its contagious effect, which makes it truly a plague on society. It can happen that one of the spouses is the innocent victim of a divorce decreed by civil law. This spouse therefore has not con contravened the moral law. There is a considerable difference between a spouse who has sincerely tried to be faithful to the sacrament of marriage and is unjustly abandoned, and one who through his own grave fault destroys a canonically valid marriage. Other Offenses Against the Dignity of Marriage The predicament of a man who, desiring to convert to the gospel, is obliged to repudiate one or more wives with whom he has shared years of conjugal life is understandable. However, polygamy is not in accord with the moral law. Conjugal communion is radically co contradicted by polygamy. This, in fact, directly negates the plan of God, which was revealed from the beginning, because it is contrary to the equal personal dignity of men and women, who in matrimony give themselves with a love that is total and therefore unique and exclusive. The Christian who has previously lived in polygamy has a grave duty in justice to honor the obligations con contracted in regard to his former wives and his children. Incest designates intimate relations between re relatives or in-laws within a degree that prohibits marriage between them. St. Paul stigmatizes this especially grave offense. It is actually reported that there is immorality among you, for a man is living with his father's wife. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you are to deliver this man to Satan for the destruction of the flesh. Incest corrupts family relationships and marks a regression toward animality. Connected to incest is any sexual abuse perpetrated by adults or on children or adolescents entrusted to their care. The offense is compounded by the scandalous harm done to the physical and moral integrity of the young, who will remain scarred by it all their lives, and the violation of responsibility for their upbringing. In a so-called free union, a man and a woman refuse to give juridical and public form to a, uh, to a liaison involving sexual intimacy. The expression free union is fallacious. What can union mean when the partners make no commitment to one another, each exhibiting a lack of trust in the other, in himself, or in the future? The expression covers a number of different situations concubinage, rejection of marriage as such, or inability to make long-term commitments. All these situations offend against the dignity of marriage, 
They destroy the very idea of the family. They weaken the sense of fidelity. They are contrary to the moral law. The sexual act must take place exclusively within marriage. Outside of marriage, it always constitutes a grave sin and excludes one from sacramental communion. Some today claim a right to a trial marriage, where there is an intention of getting married later. However, however firm the purpose of those who engage in premarital sexual relations may be, the fact is that liaisons can scarcely ensure mutual sincerity and fidelity in a relationship between a man and a woman, nor, especially, can they protect it from inconstancy of desires or whim. Carnal union is morally legitimate only when a definitive community of life between a man and woman has been established. Human love does not tolerate trial marriages. It demands a total and definitive gift of persons to one another. In brief, love is the fundamental and innate vocation of every human being. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.